Um, we are continuing with our subject of prayer. Amen. Today, I want to touch something that is in my heart, and um, I just want to add to it that you know, Mazalani, we must be a giving church because God has blessed us. Amen. And since we opened church, we've been celebrating the goodness of the Lord. Amen. And uh, I think it's, it's time that we show by actions that we are grateful. Amen. And Amen. the little that we have, let's learn to share with other people. Um, during our time of COVID, there are certain things that we decided as a family because we were both sick. And uh, there was a moment when he was struggling at night and I was also struggling. And I was asking myself, what if this is it? I asked myself, what if this is it? And I started to look at my life back home, how God walked with us and how he raised me. And I started to thank him until I, I found myself in this place, in this house where I was saying, God, pass each and every face in my heart right now. And if there's anybody that I've wronged, please forgive me. And if there's anything that I've done uh, that I did not please you, please forgive me because I, I don't want to miss heaven. There was a point in our lives, I think, when the doctor called us to say, do, do you allow me to share this, Daddy? Okay. When the doctor called us to say, we've checked your bloods, we've checked your x-rays and everything, um, you, are, you are doing okay. But your husband uh, has blood clots. And I want you, because you are still better, to run and take his medication, uh, the injections that he must use each and every day to help with that. And one night I was sweating. He was coughing. I was sweating. I couldn't sleep. I was struggling to breathe. We never thought we would use those asthma sprays. But there was a moment that they were used. And I said to my husband, what if this is it? Is our house in order? What kind of a legacy are we leaving behind for our children? If God, if our breath has, has to be stopped now, when our relatives come in this house, where will they start? In terms of arranging the funeral and in terms of helping our children, life go on because they cannot die because we are dead. And there was a moment that I asked myself, God, as a leader of St. Julian Community Church of the Nazareth, have I done the best I know how? Have I grouped people that at this point, if my breath has to be taken, will the church survive my death? Will the church be ready to move on without me? I had a moment of reflection. And with that, I want us today, as we continue with Luke 11, verse 1. That one day when Jesus was in a certain place praying, the disciples came to him and said, Lord, Teach us to pray. 
And Jesus said, this is how you should pray. Our Father, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. Give us each day food we need and forgive those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation. I will stop there. And in my opening today, I want to ask everybody this question. What do you want to be known for? Did you hear what I just said? What do you want to be known for? In the Bible, Luca chapter 9, verse 18, the Bible says, And it happened that while Jesus was praying alone, the disciples were with him. And he questioned them, saying, Who do people say that I am? And the Bible tells us that Peter said, You are Christ. You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. While others were saying, oh, some people say you are Elijah. Some people say you are Moses. Some people say, but Jesus came back to his disciples. And he says, but who do you say that I am? And they, Peter said, you are Christ, son of the living God. And he said, this is not, was not revealed to you, Peter, by flesh and blood. But it was revealed to you by the Holy Spirit. do you want to be known for? You know, September is heritage in, in our country, in South Africa. Is it in South Africa? It's our heritage month, okay? In our country. We celebrate what the legacy that our forefathers has left us with. The heritage that we are enjoying that the different cultures that we are enjoying today is the legacy that our forefathers has left us with. So, in this earth, we choose whether to leave a legacy of good things that people will remember you with, or you choose to leave a legacy of weeds. You normally hear me when I say that marriage is like a garden. It's like a garden where you must work it. Hmm? Mr. and Mrs. Gordy, marriage is like a garden. You see, when you travel around and you see beautiful gardens, it's because the owner of that house is working at his garden day and night. Amen. So if you want weeds, weeds don't ask to grow. They just come out. Amen. And then You don't have to work hard. You just let it be. Kesera, Kesera. What will be, will be. You just leave. 
Tomorrow you don't plan anything, you just leave. You don't you don't you don't you don't you don't how you just leave. And then if you want that kind of a legacy, you don't want. This message is not for you. Don't work hard. Just be lazy, do nothing, and then wheat will come and enjoy your wheat. And when you get to heaven, enjoy your wheat. This is what you've been planting. You allowed it to grow in your garden of life. So enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have wheat in your life? You allowed them to grow. So if you don't want wheat, you take them out in the name of Jesus. Right. Am I making sense? I just want to quote uh, the late Rev Manuleka. He's been one of the people that shaped my life and mentored me. And I still thank God through his life. He liked to say, there was this statement that he used, he liked very much. He used to say, if people who come after us will still struggle, will still struggle with the things that we were struggling with, then we would not have lived. Does it make sense? Meaning that the things that I struggle with as a mother, I must leave a legacy in such a way that my children will not struggle with the same struggles that I encountered. So, as a mother or as a father, me and Mr. Power, we have the responsibility to conquer the things that we are struggling with so that how Helokatleho and Kuju will not struggle with. Amen. If you are a Moses, God has sent you to take the children of Israel out of Egypt. You must be able to take them out. It's your responsibility that what you have done and what you are busy generation must not struggle with. I don't know who I'm talking to today. The church of the Nazarene itself, there have been missionaries who came to build churches. They have left us with a legacy of many buildings. You go to rural areas, everywhere, townships, you will find a church of the Nazarene. Somebody sacrificed his life to come to Africa and become a missionary so that they can live a legacy that we are enjoying today. They've built us hospitals, they've built us schools, they've built us churches. But then the big question that I have with you and me today is, Rina, we, what kind of a legacy are we going to leave for those who are coming behind us? Remember, we are not here to stay forever. Amen. COVID will teach you that, hey, our boss. There were moments where I was just hopeless. And I felt like, God, do you think I've done the best? Do you think I'm done with my assignment? And there was a moment where I nearly wanted to throw in the towel and Paho looked at me and said, don't give up. Because I felt, what if this is it? And then you ask for more and you fumble. 
Have you? Have, and do you know about that man in the Bible who, who looked up to the wall and he asked God, God, give me more, give me more, give me more. And God gave me, gave him more life. And what did he do? I'd rather die in the Lord than have extra years that I'm going to go astray. Because that's how serious it is that I don't want to miss heaven. And this is the question before me. I am not preaching for you. This is the question before me and before you and before us as a church. What kind of a legacy do you want to leave behind? As parents, we must ask ourselves, what kind of a legacy are we going to leave behind our children? There are three things in our home that we decided to do. That we are going to give our children Jesus. That's the best legacy. If we are gone, Jesus will be with them. So it is our responsibility as parents to give our children Jesus. Because when you are gone, Jesus will see them through. It is our responsibility as parents to give our children education. We must push them to go to school because education will help them. And then, when I say our children, I'm not talking about the, the children that we give birth alone. I'm talking about also other kids that we know that they're struggling to go to school. We are parents. Amen. Amen. Decided that we may never be well known throughout the earth like uh, the billionaires that I, I shared with you last week. Eh? We may never, our name may never, but we decided we want to give our children a good name. Even when we can never be popular, but we want to give our children a good name. That hearts are now at an we know your parents, they love God. You know, even if we don't have money, but I just want people to say, we know your parents, or we knew your parents as people who loved God. That's a good name then, to add in your life, that is a good name. You may never have the millions, but you can give your children a good name. Ah, oh, parents, give your children a good name. When your son goes to high school, who's your daddy? My, my father is Ian Mopuchel. But oh, that businessman, that man, he loves God. That's a good name. You, you don't want to, 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 to give your children a name that, who's your father? When you said there's this name and then they say, oh, that one was in jail for, 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 for killing, uh, uh, for, for, for killing or for stealing or for, that's not a good name. So we give them Jesus, we give them education, we give them a good name by living a holy life. Amen. Amen. What do you want to be known for? What do you want to be known for? The, the, the disciples, the Bible tells us that they knew 
They saw Jesus doing miracles. Are you going with me, Bazalwan? Are you following me? Say amen. amen. If you say amen, I'm going to preach you in five minutes and we're going to get out of here. Amen. amen. Even when you're doing it out of mass, but you're giving me some petrol. Amen. amen. Yes. The Bible says that the, 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 the disciples, the disciples saw Jesus uh, doing miracles. They saw him feeding the multitude. They saw him healing the sick, raising the dead. But one thing that, that they asked, they never said, teach us to do miracles.
fight against flesh and blood, but we are fighting against principalities of darkness that comes and hold our destiny. We are not fighting against flesh and blood. We are fighting against principalities of darkness. That says to you, you are not good enough. That says to you, in your family, nobody hates metric, so therefore they block. You are not a metric. Come 
So he stays in you, he dwells in you, his presence is with you every day. You're sleeping, you're walking, you're going to work, you cannot separate yourself from God. So therefore, your business is sacred. Amen. Your marriage is sacred. Amen. Your career is sacred. Amen. Your relationships are sacred because you are a holy people of God. I want you to understand. When God says you are holy, and when he says be holy because I'm holy, and when you receive Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, you become holy. So therefore, whatever you touch is holy. Amen. Amen. Mr. Mubuchel, you cannot separate your business from God. You, your business is sacred. Even when you are making money through it, it's sacred. Your practice is sacred. It's not like any other practices. Your position at your work. 
a child of God. I'm holy. I'm chosen. I am, I am separated from the world. Yeah. We will deal with our marriages in a godly way. Yes. You will deal with your career in a godly way. Yes. When you go to your office, you understand that a, a holy people of God has come. Yes. I'm a person of God. Yes. I'm a chosen generation. Yes. Therefore, you're going to handle your position like somebody who's holy. Amen. 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 The problem is we separate our lives, our daily life with God. That is when the devil comes and kicks us in our careers, in our finances, in everything because there's no God. God comes when we pray alone. God comes when we come on Sunday. Here. That's not how it should be. Even if you leave, even if you forget anything, today don't forget, you cannot separate yourself as a holy people of God. You cannot separate your career, your studies from God. Amen. When you go and as a student to sit and learn, you say, Holy Spirit, help me to understand so that I can represent you better. Yeah. Whatever I'm studying, help me to understand so that I can, I, can, I can write my exam and pass it in the name of Jesus. You cannot separate yourself from God. You cannot separate your daily life from God. Even shopping. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Girls, Amen. even shopping. Amen. Oh, girls can just Amen. <laughs> even shopping. You must say, God, I'm going out for shopping. Yes. I need a bag. Yes. I need some shoes. Oh, I need this and that. Mm, whatever you need, when I will go you tell the Father, our Heavenly Father. And boy, you will be surprised with the sales and nice goodies that God will give you. Amen. And then your husband won't be angry that you swiped a lot this month. You swiped, you swiped, you swiped. You swiped. Well, no, I won't be doing it. Next month, you can say, I'm going to 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 say, And then he's leading you to the right shops. And doing your nails. Amen. Amen. There must be God there. You are a chosen generation, a holy people of God. You know, I, I can have the same color of the same nails, but I'm not the same like you. The problem is, as a church, body, manage, as a church, we have separated ourselves from God when it comes to our daily life. That is why the devil is hitting us so bad. So bad because we have forgotten that we are the children of the Most High God. And therefore, everything around me says God, 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 God. Even when you watch TV, God. And if God comes and says, this problem is going that road, switch it off. You switch off because God says so. Because you're a chosen generation. Amen. You don't watch things that God says, mm-mm, it's enough. Yeah, okay. Ah. Amen. Amen. I want to close because I feel like I don't want to, I don't want to give you too much. For this week, for this week only, remember who you are. Amen. Remember who you are. Amen. 
remember who you are. When you get out of your house, remember who you are. When you are sleeping, remember who you are. Everything about you must say, God. So, as the children of God, we must offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. So, it must start here. I offer my body as a living sacrifice. I offer my family, my marriage as a living sacrifice. I offer my career in the hands of God. And I surrender them daily. I put them at the altar and say, God, when I'm going we are happy. When I go see, we are see. Lord, you know. Lord, you've got us. Lord, you lead us. For the steps of a righteous man are guided by the Lord. For the steps of a righteous man are guided by the Lord. My children's career are guided by the Lord. My career is guided by the Lord. The person that I must marry, I'm guided by the Lord. How I use my money, I'm Nothing that we do or say, or we must never feel like we are doing anything outside God. Everything that we do, we do it in God. And I want you to, I want to remind you this words, Basalani, that your heavenly Father is concerned about each and every area of your life, and He is involved. He's, he's so involved. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Our Father is so involved in our daily lives that, that we can imagine. Sometimes we think that God is too far from us. But I want to assure you, Basarani, God is so involved. Even when you are sleeping and the enemy are trying to has forgotten you. Amen. That's a lie. Yeah. If Satan comes and says, you are forgotten, say you are lying. God is so much involved in my life. He says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. This is my father. David, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in wonder. He makes me lie down in clean pastures.
that mic. That one, that plastic one. Yeah, amen. So, let me say, just hold this table up. Let me say this. Don't hold it too high, then you get tired. In the table of God, there is no dish that is called sickness and disease. When we get sick, He promised to heal us. In the table of God, there is no dish that is called discouragement. He gives us courage every day. The strength that He gives us, He's strengthening, He's strengthening us each and every day of our life. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. When I'm broken, I'm comforted. Unforgiveness. 
don't let it cast your children. If you are struggling with anger, don't let it pass to your children. If you are struggling with alcohol, don't let it pass to your children. If you are struggling with resentment, don't let it pass to your children. Amen. There are certain things that I, I want us as we go to pray today, to pray against them. That you see in our generation, in our families, coming and lingering. And because you don't have an understanding, and you, you find about about it's lingering. And as a children of God, you must understand the kind of spirits that you are fighting with, and and self proof yourself from that. Find a proof for that that it doesn't come to you. You
served God or I could wait to till this. What kind of a legacy are you living? You are busy building something. What kind of a legacy do you want to leave behind? We don't have much time. The same words that Jesus said, let's work while it's still time. Night is coming. We will not be able to work. Jesus left a legacy of the twelve disciples. They passed on the gospel to their generation. Their generation passed it on to other generation until we have received it. Jesus worked with twelve people and his legacy, we are still feeling it today. What kind of a legacy do you want to
if you want to pull a paper here that you say it stops with me, not with my children. It stops with me, not with my generation. And God, I want to conquer it from today. You just put them here. We're going to lay hands on them. And if you have a business, you put it here again. You want to pray for your businesses that God will prosper you. And if you have any career that you feel you're struggling in your career, you bring it here. We're going to pray. We're going to be a church that prays about everything because that's what the Bible says. Pray. Do not worry about anything but pray about everything. And the peace of God that surpasses understanding will guard your heart and your mind. And if you need a special prayer after this, you can just come forth. We're going to lay hands on you. Amen. Let's raise our hands and pray together. I want you to follow me. I'm praying alongside with you. It's not that I'm better. I'm not better than anybody this morning. I come to Jesus as I am because I need him. The people who praise are the people who understand that they cannot survive without God. And be that people today. Say, my body is a temple for the Holy Spirit. Redeemed. Cleansed. And sanctified. By the blood of Jesus. My members. The parts of my body. Are instruments of righteousness. Yielded to God. For his service. And for his glory. And for his glory. The devil has no place in me. The devil has no place in me. No power over me. No power over me. No unsettled plans against me. No unsettled plans against me. All has been settled by the blood of Jesus. All has been settled by the blood. I overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb. I overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of my testimony. And by the word of my testimony. And I do. And I do. I do not love my life. I do not love my life. To death. To death. My body is for the Lord. My body is for the Lord. And the Lord is for my body. And the Lord is for me. Amen. Amen. Let's give God a mighty hand of praise. We give you praise. Come on, let's worship Him. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Chains have been broken in this house. We give you praise, Lord. Wrong habits have been broken in this house. We give you praise, God. Chains from our ancestors, God, have been broken in this house. We give you praise, Lord. Destiny killers have been broken in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We are more than conquerors in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Let's raise our hands and receive the grace of God. Hallelujah. Together. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. And surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Just, just one an- announcement before we go. Um, we want to we want to create a safe nest for those who are in need in this house. Amen. Amen. And uh, if there was, I thank God that when we were thinking about the things that we need to do, 
separately. Since God has given us a, chance, a second chance to live, we had one, we had two or three things in common that we would be lovers of God. Amen. We would fully sacrifice ourselves for the kingdom of God. We will be tithers. We will be givers. And, and, and I'm not doing this for, for Macheta or whatever. I'm just saying I want the church to follow suit. Amen. Amen. That's the type of legacy that we want to bring in this house. It's so difficult to ask for anything when you are in need. And the compassionate ministry will help us with this. That every Sunday, when you, whatever you have, whether it's a sipa, whether it's tin stuff, whether it's melek, just bring them and put them upstairs. We, 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 we want to teach our people that there must not be anybody in the house lacking anything because really wrong. Some people in the house, or there's a box at the back, you just put whatever, and then the, 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 the ushers and the compassionate minister will help us to distribute for those who are in need. And then if you need, you just contact them and say, I'm in need, can I go check what's in there? And you take what you need. So we must be a church that says, if you need tin of fish, you will find it. If you need sesepe, you will find it. And let's do that. When you buy grocery, add anything stuff, whatever that God is leading you. Even the clothes, our wardrobes are full, Wazalwa. The shoes, girls, the shoes are so many. And some of them, you hardly wear them. Let's bring them to the church. The bags, some of the bags, you hardly even hold them. Bring them to church. Guys, your suits, let's bring them and let's have a church that gives for starting in the house. There are people in this house who have lost the jobs. So let's be caring enough to support them and then we go out and do the same for others. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you. Blessings upon you. Amen. Enjoy your week and let us go back and say, Lord, teach us to pray. Amen. Amen. If you need a special prayer, you can remain. I'll pray with you.